adult children of alcoholics. Did you know that was a thing? ACOAs are what we call them for short. If you're an ACOA, it means you had at least one parent with a history of alcoholism or possibly even a grandparent. And this affects the entire family, including the way you relate to others in your life today. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have an illuminating episode for you this week. This is episode number 183. And today we're going to be talking about how alcoholism in your family of origin may be impacting your marriage today. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed ADHD in marriage. That's worth going back and checking out. And also make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. If you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound research-based advice. And most of all, we offer hope. Okay, Caleb? Yes. ACOAs. Okay. How is it impacted? How is their marriage impacted? By a legacy of alcoholism. Yeah. In one's family history. So a little background to this now. An alcoholic parent or caregiver affects the entire family. Uh Growing up with this means that each family member has to learn to adapt and react to the alcoholic's behavior. That's kind of the often the wild card in the situation. Okay. And... And usually you have to learn strategies to cope with a chaotic family environment. Now, those coping strategies often stay with children as they go into adult life and they affect how you may now relate to others, i.e. your significant other, as an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah. So an ACOA can therefore show unhelpful ways of relating to other people, such as like an excessive need for control or over-reliance on the opinion of others, or emotional distance, or lack of trust, or difficulties being open and vulnerable. And all Mm. of those behaviors make sense when you see that person in the context of an alcoholic caregiver. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because those strategies may have helped them to survive in that household. But as adults now, in possibly, hopefully, in a non-alcoholic household... You know, there could be rigid controlling behaviors that interfere with individual growth and interfere Mm. with the formation of healthy relationships. So what you needed to survive in childhood has become a normal way of relating and may now be hurting when it used to help. Right. Okay. Not saying that all ACOAs have this or experience this, but these are good things to just be aware of because... Some of these personal problems are it can be caused by difficulties in your family of origin that can come forward. There may even be yourself today experiencing substance abuse, perhaps mood mm-hmm. disorders like depression, low self-esteem, underachievement in work or education. These can all be sort of vestiges of the legacy of alcoholism in parents, okay. right? And so undoubtedly then this can have an effect on marriage. And where we start with that is just to note that attachment can be impacted by alcoholism. Remember, attachment is the science of love. Mm-hmm. So as a young child, having alcoholic parents affects the attachment bond that you have with your parent, which bond then goes on to form a blueprint of all future relationships that you will have. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it doesn't have to remain a fixed blueprint, but it does, it exists. That's how you start. Okay. Yeah. 
Alcoholic parents, for example, they can often display erratic and inconsistent parenting. They're sometimes loving and supportive, other times absent or rejecting your needs or even being abusive. And this can lead to an insecure attachment style between the parent and the child where the Mm. child deeply desires love and affection from their parent, but doesn't always find it, which then leads them to believe they're not worthy of love and support from others. Okay. And now that attachment style, that belief continues into adulthood. It's going to affect your adult relationships, including your marriage. You may believe this about your spouse, even though your spouse has never given you reason to substantiate okay. that belief. Right? Okay. Yeah. A higher proportion of ACOAs have insecure attachment styles as adults than the normal population. That's citing oh, okay. a study in 2008. So because parents were so inconsistent, the ACOA has learned that they cannot rely on or trust the people that they love the most. Um, really, really brutal, right? Uh-huh. So here's a quote. As a result, COAs learn from an early age not to trust people and experience persistent fears of abandonment. Mm. Thus, although ACOAs may desire love and intimacy, they are likely to be afraid that relationships in their adult lives will be as hurtful as their early relationships. End quote. Okay, okay. So if you listen closely there, you'd hear the fear that's really embedded into a belief system based on what you experienced as a child. That's how yeah. we create insecure attachment. And that insecure attachment then as an adult is strongly linked to marital problems, including lower intimacy, increased conflict and poor conflict resolution skills, lower stability, less displays of emotion and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So this is how the legacy from childhood now continues into an adult relationship, even though the alcoholism may not have continued. Right. That insecure attachment is still there. Yeah. What you learned. Yes. Okay. Now, it can also impact satisfaction with marriage. So again, another study from 2008 interviewed 634 newlywed couples over the first four years of their marriage. How do they get 634? Like, why not 600 or 650 or... I don't know. 635. I'll talk to them about that because that really is uh, inconsiderate. Well, it just seems so random. Or like 217 couples. Well, did they choose that number? No, they send out an invitation and that's how many people respond and they take all the data they can get. Ah, okay. Okay. Permission granted. So (laughs) a very awkward number of couples were interviewed. Okay. And a link was found between parental alcoholism and marital satisfaction, but it was dependent on gender. So they noted that husbands only reported lower marital satisfaction if their mother had been alcoholic and wives only had lower satisfaction if their fathers had been alcoholic. Really? Well, why is that, right? Well, the research suggests that children learn a lot of skills for interacting with the opposite sex from their opposite sex parents. So if this relationship with the mother slash father is impacted by alcoholism, the child will struggle to learn healthy ways to relate to the opposite sex. That was their conclusion from this research. Okay. This gender effect also points to attachment as the root of the problem. So if, for example, a young girl desires the love and attention of her alcoholic father, but the father is absent or abusive or distant or inconsistent, this becomes her expectation for all future relationships with men, including her future husband. Okay. The same would happen for boys with an alcoholic mother, their expectations with regard to their future wife. Yeah. That's quite a legacy. And it shows how what you see happening today in your marriage is actually what happened about you in your family of origin. Not everything, but how it has a huge fingerprint that's transferred onto your marriage, right? right? It's not necessarily what happened, but your response might be based on what your family of origin was. Like the happenings might be totally different in your marriage today than... Keep going. I'm not quite following you. I just... 
what you see happening today, yeah, you said is what happened in your family of origin. It's about what happened in your family of origin. So you're talking about how you relate today, yeah, is about what happened then. Like, so it's not saying that all inter or all ACOs. actions uh, are repeated necessarily. No, 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 no. And and there's there's undoubtedly uh, some listeners I would probably say on the smaller end of the quantity spectrum who grew up with alcoholic parents and have secure attachment. Like you don't have to be wounded. Right. There okay. may have been okay. other mediating factors in your life. Maybe a really, maybe a, like a really close, solid grandfather figure that was there instead Stepped of your dad in. or something okay. like that. Right? right. Okay. So humans are very resilient. So you don't have to be wounded if you're not. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Uh, but we just want to help folks that have been through this and are experiencing these difficulties that are very common to understand that it is common and it's normal to come out of that environment with these challenges. And there are things you can do about it. Yes. That's the hope part right there. We're getting there. Now, that's a great reason to get our bonus guide for this episode, because this particular guide will help you regroup in your marriage. Since alcoholism has had such an impact, this guide gives you the opportunity to step back and define your marriage according to your values not according to the unhelpful legacy of alcoholism. Hmm, that's good. You can get this by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People, and we'll take a 60-second break to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Belinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about how alcoholism in one's parents impacts one's marital satisfaction. And unfortunately, that impact extends even further. So we're going to touch on a couple things here just so we know what's going on. Then we're going to talk about how to combat the impact, okay? Okay. Alcoholism can foster abuse. This is a serious consequence. Mm-hmm. A particularly serious consequence, I should say. Both husbands and wives show higher levels of physical aggression if their mother had alcohol abuse problems. Again, though this is a learning issue, maternal alcoholism is a cause of and a response to conflict within the family, usually. Hmm. So children of alcoholic mothers learn to... relate to their spouse in the same aggressive way that they saw in their family of origin. Okay. Something to note. Like, this is why this may be happening. Okay. Not saying that you should stay in an abusive situation as a result, but just in terms of making sense of things. Okay. Adult children of alcoholics experience less stability. So another researcher in 2002 noted that marriages of ACOAs are less stable than those in the normal population and that increased emotional distance between the spouses is likely a mediating factor in this link. Hmm. Another one, alcoholism in your parents may impact your view of yourself. Alcoholism in your opposite sex parent can lead you to see others as being untrustworthy and to the expectation that loved ones will let you down as described above 
but it can also affect your view of yourself. For example, husbands with alcoholic fathers reported having less positive views about themselves and believe they were less worthy of love and support from their spouse. This is just a feature that's been noted. Okay. Perhaps like the distance thing or the inconsistent or inconsistent availability, that kind of thing. Yeah. I must not be worth their attention or it must be something wrong with me because he has to drink. Like it's really easy for a child to conclude these things, right? Okay. Now your beliefs about yourself are being impacted. Right. Okay. Got that. Okay. So let's talk about how to combat some of the impacts of alcoholism. First thing is to address personal problems. So many of the personal issues that ACOAs experience, like mood disorders, substance abuse, low self-esteem, can negatively impact marriage, right? As right. we touched on. Well, you can seek help to deal with these things. So for example, you can pursue treatment for depression and that can have a positive impact on your marriage. Okay. As you might expect, if you've listened to our podcast, a healthy marriage can also help people overcome these issues. So That's for example, love and support from your spouse can help you overcome mood disorders or overcome some of the symptoms of mood disorders and can help change beliefs around low self-esteem. Mm, okay. So these, these are benefits that can come from both addressing your personal problems and investing in your marriage. Yeah. Another thing to do is to watch for issues around control. So growing up in a family with an alcoholic parent creates feelings of powerlessness and lack of control in the child, right? Okay. So for example, an alcoholic parent is sometimes loving to a person, a child when sober, and then sometimes absent or abusive, typically when inebriated. And so as a child, there's nothing you can do to control this. It's just way out of control and very unsafe. Okay. So some ACOAs overcompensate by having a need for total control in their marriage in order to feel safe. Okay. What does that do? It creates an inability to relax, creates a fear of vulnerability, taking on too many responsibilities on yourself, difficulty trusting others, leads to lower marital satisfaction for both spouses. Huh. Okay. So working on building trust in your marriage, sharing out control and responsibility. That can help improve things for both spouses. And again, if this is a dynamic that you guys are getting stuck in, we'd love to help you or find a local marriage therapist, but you can find help for these things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another obvious one then, based on what we've talked about, is to work on attachment. So most of the marital problems caused by a history of alcoholism in your family of origin can be traced back to that attachment issue that we've talked about. Yeah. Those, again, those insecure attachment styles, they're formed in childhood, but they can be changed as adults, which is great news. Mm-hmm. This is where healing can happen. So you're not stuck. No. There and is a way forward. There is a way forward. And when you work on these things and you start to shift that attachment, you, you can help, you can begin to work on increasing intimacy, trust, communication skills, vulnerability. This can sh- uh, help you redefine how you view yourself and your relationships so that they're no longer defined by your parents' alcoholism. Hmm. And so in that way, marriage can create a safe space for you to process traumatic memories from childhood mm. and reevaluate those experiences so that they stop impacting how you act as an adult. Hmm. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Strengthening your marriage and, and processing the trauma from your family of origin can help you create a secure attachment style with your spouse where you feel safe being vulnerable and feel confident that you are worthy of love and respect, hmm. which is good That's stuff. Good. Yeah. Right? Now, this is a very different place to be in than to live in constant insecurity and with the need to exert control over so many variables in response to everything that still feels out of control. Ah, yes. 
Okay. So I hope like this is, so this is not quite a thing, right? This is a this, big thing for this people. This would take work though. Right? Yes. This is hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. But to me, they're just like, it just sounds like there's so much hope there. There is. Yeah. There is. And I, I also hope though that it's also really validated how real the impact of parental alcoholism can be on the children, mm-hmm. even when they grow and become adults and marry safe, caring spouses. Mm-hmm. Alcoholism leaves a profound legacy, but thankfully, like one that can be overcome. Yeah. Right. But can I just say, like, if you're someone who struggles with alcoholism, like, just think about how you're impacting your family and future generations. Yeah. Like it may be that now's the time to it's quit. It's not a little problem on the side. No. And it's not like, oh, I'll stop when I want to. Yeah. But. Okay. Let's wrap it up. There's beautiful hope there too. Yes. So thank you to Elizabeth for becoming a patron this past week. A huge thank you again to all our supporters. Yes. And another iTunes review, Caleb. Mm-hmm. From, I don't even know. A-T-A-A-E-E. Yep. Absolute best marriage podcast ever. Five stars. Absolutely my favorite podcast. I feel as if I've outgrown other marriage podcasts, as in I think my views on marriage and sexuality are often healthier than the hosts. But this one is tried and true. They both have great laughs, and I love the way they tease each other while tackling all the real issues in marriage. See, I just can make fun of you all the time. I think that's what this person's saying. Great. Thanks for that review. (laughs) We need more reviews like this. The messages and research are great. Such healthy views on marriage and sexuality. Thank you, Caleb and Verlinda. Cannot thank you enough for putting these healthier perspectives out there. You've helped me through some dark times in my marriage. And now that I'm in the light, you continue to be a huge blessing and a breath of fresh air to listen to every week. That's awesome. Yeah. Very encouraging. Thank you for that review. Next week. We're talking about therapeutic separation. Is it a good idea? How does it work? Oh. Yes. Yeah, because there's some people that would be very for and very against. Yes. Interesting. Well, that is all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oyf.link slash 183. Find out how you can help. Go to oyf.support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.